You are now tuned into episode five. Episode five of Sports Bra. We are here in New York City at Tompkins Square Park. I'm here with, I mean, I found, I don't even know how I found you. I think you were on my a popular page. And I was like, who is this black girl skating and kick flipping and doing all these things? Because I've only ever stood on a skateboard. I've never tried to actually move the skateboard. Welcome, you guys. Welcome, Beatrice, to the show. We have clapping that gets inserted. <laughs> Sick. Thank you for having me. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, Beatrice, okay. How do you say your last name? Uh, you can, well, in, in English, Demond, uh-huh. but it's pronounced Domo. That's because you're Haitian. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. From Florida? Yep. What part of Florida? South Florida. South Florida, like Miami? No, Boca Raton, Palm Beach County area. Boca Raton, that's like where old white people go to retire, right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, growing up, I mean, is it really true that you discovered skateboarding because it was a prop? Yeah. On I, picture day? Yeah, exactly. It's exactly true. I, I found, I saw it, and I thought it was cool. I took a picture with it. After that, I, was, I kept thinking about it all day. Mm-hmm. And um, You're a picture day, you're smiling, you get that terrible proof at home. <laughs> and your mom is like, why did you pick the skateboard? She was actually kind of hyped on it, because I think she told me, like, she tried it out for a little bit, but her mom was like, no, like, you're going to break your te- all your teeth, your beautiful teeth, like, mm-hmm. stuff like that, so don't do it. So I think she was just, like, super excited, you know? Yeah. She's always, she, my mom's super, like, free. Yeah. So when you, you asked your dad for the skateboard. Yeah, I asked my dad for the first one. Um, he got me, like, a really w- weird Walmart one. And I'm like, this is not, you know, like. Like one of those, like, little, like, tiny rubber joint with the. Yeah, like, wheels were, like, I could go, like, this fast, like, you know, like, super slow. Mm-hmm. So then I asked, you know, the head honcho, my mom, she got me a real one. The head honcho. <laughs> Ladies, head honcho. <laughs> yeah, she got me a real one. From uh, soulboards.com. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't exist anymore, though. <laughs> R.I.P. soulboards.com. <laughs> I mean, did you have, like, a helmet, an elbow pads? Like, what was it like? Because how old were you then? Ooh, um, around, like, seven or eight. Seven or eight. Kind of like, I don't know. But I had the whole suit. Like, I was super clumsy growing up. Mm-hmm. So my mom was just like, okay, if you're going to do this, you got to have the helmet, everything. But... Like the whole motor, almost like a whole a motocross gear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Leave it to a black mom to yeah. give you like a dirt bike outfit to ride a skateboard. Yeah. So I had that for a bit. Got got too hot, and I slowly started to like remove everything, you know, mm-hmm. and started skating without it. So how old were you when you like when you got when you were you knew you were you were good? Well, ooh, I don't know. I don't think I'm still good, but <laughs> I think you're learning every day, but. Yeah. But when you knew that it was, it was, you didn't need elbow pads and a helmet. Like, I learned how to fall? Mm-hmm. Hmm, probably, like, around 14. Like, I started catching myself, and not like, every time I fall, I hurt something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, you're growing up in South Florida, young Haitian girl skating. Was there a skating community around you? How are you just out here by yourself skating free? No, I was skating by myself every day in my patio, and then... When, I, we lived in the countryside a little bit before like they started developing where I live and we got a sidewalk when I was like 13 or 14 so I just getting on the sidewalk <laughs> across the street big moves yeah <laughs> grown woman things uh, <laughs> so 
other than that, like, I just started shooting by myself. Then I found out there was a skate park at 15. Normally went there, you know, and then there, that's a park I always skate on my Instagram stories. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you see them. That's the park where I, like, started skating with people. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, just going there every day, meeting people and skating with them. Yeah. So you were going, were you, I'm going to assume that since you were skating by yourself, honing this craft by yourself, you were probably a bit more advanced than these people at the skate park? Sure, I was just kind of doing my own thing. I never really paid attention. Like, because when I went to the skate park, I was shocked at all the obstacles. Mm-hmm. Kind of just, like, zoned in and mm-hmm. skated everything. To the point where people were like, why don't you, like, talk? Why don't you mingle? I'm kind of, like, in and out, just yeah. skating. And then my mom picked me up, I'm out. Mm-hmm. And then I come back, skate, and that's it. Did you find that people were gravitating towards you because you were just, like, in your own world? Or, like, how did that kind of that barrier break where you were mingling and starting to, like, build community with those people? Sure. I mean, I think it's after uh, I was how old was I? Probably like seventeen or eighteen. After the Supreme Cherry video. Why you whip? Supreme. Yeah. I think that's when people were like, "Yo, cool clip," and then like, you know, started hanging around, like skating with me. I don't know. So that's when they knew you were legit. I guess, but in their eyes, at least. Yeah, I mean, I was still skating, so I don't really see the. It was, just, it was the same thing to you. It was very regular. Yeah, it was. Yeah, regular. I like that. <laughs> very regular. That's so crazy because I mean, you would think like, that's a major cosign. Yeah. Oh, what being in the video? Yeah. I mean, it was sick, but I didn't think anything of it. Like, I didn't know how big Supreme was until mm. I came out here. You oh. know what I mean? Yeah. In Florida, I think we're so late everything I think we get everything late like music clothes I had no idea I'm from the south also I can agree to that okay okay yeah. so um, I knew who those guys were like Bill and Dale because they were skateboarders and mm-hmm. I was like oh they're just cool skateboarders I didn't know they were part of this like huge thing which is yeah, yeah, yeah. it's really like I come out here I'm like holy shit She's pointing to the sky to yeah. Supreme. I'm sorry, like, <laughs> it's a huge thing. <laughs> it's so big. Yeah, but I didn't know, so I had no idea. So what was that, I mean, this moment of this cosign from, first of all, who is Jamal Williams? Oh, a professional skateboarder. Okay. He has his own company called Hop Skateboards now. Mm-hmm. Um, are you talking about that video I made? Yeah. Okay, it's a funny story. Tell us. Okay, the video has a story behind it. Mm -hmm. So I came out here for the Cherry premiere, 2013. I was there. Were you? In the theater over here. Yeah. I was was on an edible, so I don't remember much. Okay, Okay, cool. I wish I would have seen that. It would have been cool to remember that you were there. I was so, like, out of my mind. Okay. And I was on an edible seeing my first skate movie, and I was like, this is amazing. That's so sick. Yeah, I was here with my mom. That's so cool. Yeah, so me and my mom came out, and a couple days before, we went skating at the Vans Park. Okay. Um, It's, like, all new to me, coming out to New York my first time, like, meeting all these cool people, skating on the street. So the first time you ever came to New York City from Florida was because you were a part of Supreme Cherry video. Yes, that's the first time. That's just, you know how insane that is. Yeah, I try to, I mean, I don't really think about the moment, but when I go back, I'm like, holy crap, like, and this is all because Bill Strobeck stumbled upon a video of yours, yeah, or like co-signed a video you have posted, yeah? I think I sent him a few. Okay. I think I used to send him when I was super young. Ah. Like, oh, that's tight. Keep doing your thing. And I kept sending it to him. And then he showed Dell. Okay. And then Dell was like, oh, that's tight. And he, like, gave me, like, you know, boards and skates mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Okay. So then, okay, get us back to your preparation. Okay. So anyway, 
we skate Vans Park before that, and Jamal Williams is there. Everyone's there. We're all having a session. And these guys I look up to, like, he's a legend. Like, he's, like, 90s skateboarder. Like, killed it here. And um, so I bumped into him at the Vans Park. And I was like, oh, sorry, like, super just, like, nervous. Mm-hmm. It's like you bumping into your person that you saw this morning. Mm-hmm. Like, you'd be like, oh, my bad. So I was like, dang, sorry about that. He was totally cool about it. He didn't even care. He, he was like, after the video, he ended up giving me props and whatnot. But um, so I, I ended up, like, watching his video part, and I heard that he used that song as well. Mm-hmm. So I was like, wouldn't it? Gil Scott Heron? Yeah. You will not be able to stay home, brother. You will not be able to plug in, turn on, and cop out. And one of his, like, in a commercial for a, I don't want to be wrong, but it's, like, for an old shoe brand. Like, that's no longer existing. So he used it for a commercial. I was like, that'd be so funny if I... Because I all that stuff I filmed was before Cherry. So I was like, I, you know, wouldn't it be funny to, like, apologize but not and then take the song that he used and put it in mind. Clever. Yeah, so I thought it was cute. I mean, it made sense in my head. Now I'm saying it's, like, a little weird. But it made sense in here. <laughs> I think it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. So <clears throat> you were, how did you, then how did you discover Bill Strobeck if you didn't, un, like, really know about, I guess, skating as this kind of, like, uh, uh, this world in New York skating? So how did you even find out about those guys just looking up just skateboarding? Just, like, videotapes. Okay. Like, uh, DVDs or, like, um, I'd go to, like, the skate shop and, like, just take whatever they had, like, save my money and, like, buy all the videos mm-hmm. and just, like, watch them. And I like the way he filmed um, some of the clips in photosynthesis, which is the Alien Workshop video. Mm-hmm. So I was like, this guy, like, I have to meet him. He's so cool. We should be friends. You know, when you're a kid, you're just mm-hmm. like, anybody can be your friend. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, he's so cool. Like, he films really cool stuff. And then I started, I looked, I know, research. Nowadays, you just go on his Instagram, find yeah, him. Yeah, find him. Slide in the DM. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, back then, like, oh, not that back then, but you had to, like, email or write a letter, stuff like that. So you, when did you begin, like, kind of corresponding with him? If Cherry was in 2013, yeah. when did you start hitting him up? Maybe, like, 2009, 2008, 9-ish, about 10. Like, around that time, 9, 8, 10. Yeah. Because I would, like, just send him a whole bunch of videos. I have to check the dates on the emails, but I'm not for sure, you know? I mean, did he get back to you right away? Like, what? Because I've done that, like, when you... Uh, you know, you're eager, you're young, and you yeah. just want to kind of, like, reach out. I'm like, listen, I like what you're doing. Yeah, I'm doing no, it, too. Yeah. I think it was me being, like, he's a skateboarder, I'm a skateboarder. We're automatically going to be friends. So let me just sit on my stuff. It'll be all right. Like, yeah, you know, as an adult, like adult you're just like, you, t- you think too much. You're yeah. Like, when you're a kid, you just let it fly. Yeah. I thought it was like, okay, it's going to be a wrap. Like, he's totally going to like me. <laughs> <laughs> and he did. Yeah. So, like, that's what I thought. That's how I thought. I always had that mindset. So, um, he was cool. He would just, like, be like, that's so great. Keep skating. And that, to me, was, like, him sending me, like, a thousand boards. Like, just him thinking my skating is sick. So, I really didn't care about product or getting in the video. I just thought him being older and, like, I have his respect. That's so sick, you know? And you're the only lady representing in the cherry video. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. That's pretty sick. (laughs) <laughs> so what was the reception like, well, like while you were here, uh, you know, with 
coming to New York from like the skate community in New York, they totally embrace you. I see you making friends with people out here. Yeah, yeah everyone's super cool. Like you know one person, everyone's just like, yeah, come along, like come skate, especially skateboarding. So everyone's super cool. Yeah. Do you? So you're enjoying your time here in New York? Definitely, definitely. I Are there like certain spots that you really have like fallen in love with to skate? Uh, I like I like just pushing around um, the street. Like, Avenue A, we're on Avenue A. Yeah, just like, it's so smooth, and it kind of goes, from this way it goes downhill, so mm-hmm. it's just like two pushes, and you just like do all your tricks down the line until you get to top this. How would you describe your, your style as a skater? Ooh, like, trick, like, I don't know, I like technical skating. I mean, I, I've, after watching some of your videos, <laughs> people are like, oh, your style is so sick, like in the comments, so. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just skate how I want to skate. I feel like if you're comfortable, it shows. Mm-hmm. Like I'm comfortable. Yeah. I'm not trying anything where I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. I'm relaxed. I'm chilling. Like I'm literally in the zone. Like all I'm thinking about is skating, and that's it. Are you listening to music while you skate? I used to. I used to like put the earbuds in, but um, I skate with people now, so I I don't. <laughs> How's that skating with people? It's cool. It's like so new to me. Like kids grow up doing that so it kind of gets like ah but it's like it's something new to me so I'm like oh sick we're like feeding off each other mm-hmm. usually I just like feed off myself or whatever video I watch in the morning you know mm-hmm. it's just cool you watch videos do you watch skate videos like every day yeah every day especially now I have the iPhone mm-hmm. I'm on YouTube all the time <laughs> who's your favorite skater if you have one oh my gosh favorite skater favorite, okay favorite skater right now and favorite skater like all time all time all time Wow. Uh, I'm gonna have to say all time favorite skater. Damn. I'm gonna have to say Jason Dill. Like he really, really like the whole like New York him moving here, like living in New York, that inspired me. I think he's from Huntington though. But Jason Dill all time favorite. Current favorite right now, who's ripping. I like Rowan Zarilla. He's really cool. He rides for Baker mm-hmm. skateboards. He's like super chill and like kills it. Yeah. But there's so many good people. Like all the kids on Supreme Red Arley, Sage, Knock, mm-hmm. they're so good. <laughs> they're all so good. Yeah. Yeah. Are you looking for skating to take you someplace? Because it seems like this is just a passion mm-hmm. that you've had and that you pursue as a passion. And then the kind of opportunities come. But yeah. is it something that you, you know, are now considering that you would like to be pro or you know that would be rad like to be pro Mm -hmm. especially riding for like a company that you look up to people on Mm -hmm. like i'd be that'd be sick yeah did you have some you affiliated with uh fa yeah Yeah. okay cool you like did your little i did my homework yeah (laughs) we're not playing here at sports bra she's not playing it's official (laughs) our auntie is not playing that's sick yeah so yeah i mean if I, like, turn pro or, you know, that'd be so sick. Like, it'd be rad. Yeah. I mean, but, yeah, I'm currently in school. I'm a film major. Oh, film major? Yeah. You go to Florida Atlantic. Yes. University, yeah. 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 And, uh, and what year are you? I was my second year. Second year. Yeah. <laughs> so what is that like to be, like, it's, like, almost like a separate life. Like, you're, like, this kind of internet-famous skateboarder, but uh, then you like, go to class. Yeah, nobody really cares. You know what? No one really cares in Florida. Here, I get a lot of people stop me on the street. Really? Gnarly, because I feel like no one would give a shit in New York. It's like being when people are like, oh, I'm big in the UK. Yeah. You can walk around the streets, yeah. so. 
<laughs> their yeah. hometown in the and United nobody States. Nobody cares. Like I don't, I, I've never been like stopped for, like, yo, you're skating sick in Florida at all. Either they're just too like weird, or I don't know. But here I get stopped a lot. Like it's it's kind of weird. I thought no one would give a shit, <laughs> but they kind of do. They're gonna give a shit soon down there at Florida. <laughs> Florida. When they come back, damn, I used to take a class with her. I knew she always had the popping gear. She had the hoodie I saw Rihanna in, but I didn't know why. That's, yeah, I mean, yeah. But um, I kind of missed school for this, like coming up here, doing like this uh, thing I was doing. This thing you're doing, are we gonna see it soon? Or is it something you could talk about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. I, I did a campaign for new, Never Before. I did a fashion show for them. And then I did a, Six three nine seven jeans shoot, which is really cool. Oh, for fashion! Yeah. Very like fashion week. Beatrice is now a model. No, 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 no. Never that. Skateboarder. Skateboarder. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Student of life. Student. Yeah. I like that one. Student of life. Okay. So here at Sports Bra, we do not discriminate against any type of sports. Even though we scream "ball is life." Yeah. You're our second extreme sport, action sport interview actually in a row because we had Nida Sylvester on the previous one. Guys, Beatrice is a baller. Oh, basketball, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, I mean, you still hoop? I do occasionally, yeah, but I haven't done it since, like, high school. And you're really good. How do you know this? Because I know. No. You, my, my screen is off. Did you Google? Listen. Just because I'm tall, you assuming? No, no, no. Okay. I know you're really good at basketball, and your coaches were concerned that your skating would, like, fuck up the basketball. Yo, what? <laughs> I'm sorry. How do you know this? You talked to my sister or something? <laughs> no, I don't know your sister. I know. I'm sorry, but, like. No, I just oh, know. Dang. Our auntie knows everything. Yo. Yeah. Listen, she's taking flight, guys. She can't believe it. I'm shocked. I'm shocked. That's really good research. Thank you. Yeah. Wow. So, could I mean, were you getting like scholarship offers? That good? Yeah, I had a scholarship. I had a couple scholarships for actually the school I'm attending now, but I didn't. I didn't attend when I. I didn't attend the first year I was supposed to go. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I just took a year off to, you know. I, t- I was, like, hanging out with my mom a lot. She had a lot to teach me. I feel like having that half a year, it wasn't a year, it was half a year, but I think it felt like a year. What's your mom's name? Uh, Maritza. So, Maritza Jesse. Shouts out to mom. Of course, always. Number one. Number one. Number one, for sure. <laughs> so then, these scholarship offers, but was it like, nah, I'm good, I just want to skate or basketball? Like, what was the blow-off of basketball? I don't know. It's, they just put so much emphasis on me. Like, on... Because I went to a small private school. Mm-hmm. And they just like... Same. Yeah, okay. Oh, cool. And it was just like, me, 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 me. Like, I could do anything, and I'd still play. Like, yeah. I'd be late for practice. You have to sit out for 15 minutes. Chill with me. You guys put me in anyway. Not even, like, two minutes. The other team scored a point. Okay, go in. I was like, I thought I was sitting out for 15. Like, it just felt like they needed me too much. I didn't like that. Like, you know, I like to, like, challenge myself. I like to yeah. try. I feel like it was too easy. Not that basketball was easy, but I felt like the team I was playing for, it just felt weird. Yeah. Do you feel like skateboarding is still a challenge? Yeah, every day. Like, you don't land something every day. Like, you think you're so good in your hometown, and you come here, and you're like, I can't do it. You know? Like, you have to relearn everything. New spot, new trick. Like, you can do have kickflips a lot, but one day, they're just not get, you're not going to get it. Mm-hmm. You know? No matter what. So, which is like, I love it. 
I like that hard work and like once you do land it you're like you're thrilled it's like a different feeling do you have like a signature skate move oh like my favorite yeah like a trick yeah pop shove it 50-50 front shove out say it again pop shove it backside pop shove it to front side 50 and then front shove out Shove it. Yeah, shove it. Do you want to see it, actually? I do want to see it. I'll show you after. It's really sick. Like, it's my favorite trick. I'm excited, because I don't know anything really about skateboarding. <laughs> yeah, but that's so weird. You know that about basketball. I know everything about basketball. That's crazy. That's the only thing I know about. Do you know my stats? No. Okay. Let's, <laughs> let's do a rundown. No, 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 no. I'm just I know you were a three-time MVP. Yeah. Holy crap. That's crazy. It's not a line, is it? it is How a- else would I know? I, I went know. to Florida to your high school. <laughs> and you asked, I, I believe it. You're like, I believe it. <laughs> I have like a fedora on, like a paper, like a, like a scout. <laughs> wow. No, but yeah. I did, yeah. I mean, I was, I guess I mean, might as well just tell people. That, that, tell them. Yeah, you know, you know. You know, number one in the county, number Boom. two in the, the state. Bong. You know, it's nothing. It's nothing. <laughs> we here. Get you a Beatrice that can do both. Kick, flip, and dunk on your ass. <laughs> Beatrice, thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule. Take flight with me at Tonka Square Park. It's been amazing. Now we're about to go watch some sick shove-it moves. Yeah. Tricks. Thank you for having me so much. I appreciate it. We have reached the parting shots portion of our show. Recently, I have been ranting quite a bit about my disappointment in black, mostly black sports-related individuals, uh, former athletes, analysts. So I decided to switch it up and have something positive to say in my parting shots. So this episode's parting shots. It's fashion week. Uh, it's fashion week here in New York. It's a fashion moment, but it has like a sports catalyst to it. Um, This week's Parting Shots is dedicated, shouting out, Helmet Lang, seen by Shane Oliver. I was watching an NFL, I guess it was a post-game interview, and I cannot find this, I don't remember the athlete, but I do remember it was like the end of the game, they're on the field with the, like, the fielders in the back, they're at that table, and they were interviewing this football player, a very muscular, probably like a middle linebacker, I'm going to say. He was not an offensive player. But this man was wearing a hood by air t-shirt. He was wearing a hood by air t-shirt probably on like a, sun, a Monday night football post-show interview. And I was like, oh, wow. In New York, you can get caught up with doing so much stuff. Uh, you try to support your friends as much as possible, the people you know, the people who inspire you, the people you, I guess, you know, believe in. And I think the most, one of the, uh, a satisfying thing, a reaffirming thing, that, you know, reaffirming the hard work you're doing, the high rent you're, you're paying, the little space you might have, is to see somebody that you've known for a long time succeed and, like, get to a really high, high level. So watching an NFL postgame interview and seeing on Monday Night Football, I cannot remember this football player, and if you guys know him, I want you to like comment and let me know. It was a football player in a post-game interview wearing a Hood by Air t-shirt. Now, this might have been 2015, and at that point, Hood by Air had like already had, I guess, like New York or fashion-minded people. It was aware, but seeing some guy 
regular nigga with a hood by ass shirt on. You're like, oh, okay, cool. so he got a stylist. His stylist knows what to put him in. And you know, there's all this disconnect. I read it. There's such a disconnection between the clothes and the people who create them. I remember when a hood by ass dropped a video, it was on Hypebeast, and in the comments were like, oh, in the video, I think Shane was like voguing with a, with a wig on. And the comments were like, this shit is gay. But like, Hubayer is, is gay. Like, they talk about all these sexual gender fluid, like that is the themes and the inspirations behind the brand. And it's like, how can you, number one, not know that? How can you not know that your favorite designer is gay? And then how can you be upset with that when you are just mindlessly wearing clothes? But to see this full circle kind of like, oh wow, I was at a Hubayer early show, where they had, uh, I think it was like a church program style as the, I mean, maybe the program for the fashion show. And to see Auntie Ain't Fashion, how you doing, miss? Because we outside. Um, but to see, you know, now Shane, Helmet Lang, that's major. And just to see this moment of like seeing somebody start out with having it be very, you know, just it's like watching something bloom and watching something blossom, and that I was really happy. Like I had a, it's like wow, if you see somebody you know that you talk to, that you follow, that somebody that you know, like you've seen the growth of everything that you know, because now it's on public display because you're a, a public figure. I was just overcome with a lot of happiness, and then I also saw on my timeline happiness amongst my other friends reflected. Or, you're, you know, somebody you know achieves something that is like, why do you start designing? Well, you want to start designing so you can also, you know, your, your brand can be everywhere. But also, if somebody asks you at a major label, a major fashion house, please, you know, be at the helm of our, give us the vision. That's a major accomplishment. That's like, I see somebody, I know them playing in high school and they go to the league and then they win a championship. It's like, how can you not be happy for somebody? So yesterday I felt very happy to see that champion. And I read too an article that was saying, you know, is Hubayer going to, I guess, bring, revive Fashion Week? I think the same, this weekend, Philip Klein, Roger Klein with a P, had like a full-blown summer jam at his fashion show and people shitted on the clothes and talked about that the performance were distractions and it's like absolutely hood by air gone revived the fashion community you know why because it's the culture see people talk a lot about culture i think migos <clears throat> migos i mean i guess the word culture in general trendy but we are the culture so how can the thing that you try to pay for Rappers to wear your clothes, rappers to be in your show. And these are the same people that are the rappers, who grew up with the rappers, who inspired the rappers. Absolutely. So, yes, when we see that now Himalayan is fucking changing fashion, it's a breath of fresh, fresh air, that's because it is, you can't, it's the source. Coming straight from the source. It's not an agency you hired, it's not outsourcing. It's straight from, it's untapped. It ain't been stepped on, is what I'm trying to say. We don't give a fuck about nothing. We untouched, 100% shit, uncut. So that, that, it just really 
brought me to the space of like, you know what? I want to give the parting shots is a positive parting shots. The first one I think we've had ever on episode five is to Shane Oliver, Helmut Lang, Hood by Air, really all my friends around me that that's thriving and glowing up. But this one is specifically, I'm happy to see someone I know, have known for a little about like, just change things and everybody around him seemed to respond positively. Cause like, it's a lot of hateration and holerations in these danceries. Support your friends. Until the next time. <laughs>